Cartridge. It's our uh, it's our post hype uh, podcast back again. I know you probably thought I had given up on the series and would never return, but um, I can't. Sam Sheehan will uh, will haunt me until I finish this game. Uh, and, yeah. and he's here right now. Hello, Sam. Hi. Yeah. I know. I I I figured. You know, like images of your family um from from nearby bushes like the photos Very that i smart. mailed you yeah I, I i just feel i felt like that would be a good way to kind of like get you motivated and i like here we yeah, are. that and i really liked you know what i liked about that i liked right. how classy the calligraphy was on mm-hmm. uh where like all their addresses and their past five addresses were yeah no, that I'm, was I'm, nice it's just I, you know what you like to know that the person cares yeah so. i mean like you know you get the fancy brush set and you're like oh, like what am i ever like really gonna use this it's like you know weddings um you know um quinceañeras and uh death threats those are those are the three times i get to show off my calligraphy skills for invitations yeah uh, those three of those three events <laughs> those ones we all know and love yeah no i mean you have to set some threat you have to it, it's always rough when you confuse your death threats and your quinceañeras mm-hmm. um yeah that's never fun uh, no, people that, get really upset yeah i've i mean i've i've that's probably uh some of the most trouble I've gotten into because if there's one group of people I don't want smoke with, it's 15 year old girls. They're they're so mean. They're terrifying. They will they will, te- they will find they will just see me walking and they will they will see my my uh, my little shuffle and then I don't pick my feet up. <laughs> you have and a little bit I'm of a shuffle. Just, yeah, I got a little bit of a shuffle and they are gonna just tear me to pieces. I'm not. And you know what? If they don't tear you to pieces, they'll send the the boys who are simp's for them after you, and then then you're done for. Oh yeah, no. I you're I, just you're I you're, you're, you're you're posterized on TikTok. It's a real problem. Um, although I hear you're a TikTok darling. They love they love Sam Sheehan on uh, NBA Talk. Yeah, NBA Talk. They they love they love me out there. Um, I will say that. I think part of it is like sort of the novelty of it because mm, like mm. you know adjusted for age by being a 33 year old on TikTok I am um, it's it's like having a 100 year old like riding a bicycle <laughs> or like parish parasailing or something you know how whatever they showed like it's like on the on local news segment like local 94 year old uh, goes parasailing wow isn't she great you know yeah it's, it's like, like the people who are on TikTok and they're like I met this 97 year old who can't retire let's yeah. see let's make him quit his sandwich shop job <laughs> <laughs> they look at me. They, they they say like, look at look at this old man. He's 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 reciting vines. He thinks it's he thinks it's 2014. <laughs> the saddest thing. They love they love your senility. Yeah. Um, now the thing we really can get them on is is getting really into Danganronpa because as I understand, mm-hmm. as I'm to understand, like th- this game has stands. Um, mm-hmm. This game this game has a stand culture. Yes. Uh, I posted about it once, and one of my younger friends posted, "I can't believe you're going on this journey." So, uh, <laughs> Rampa is the game, like to like get into arguments about who is a uh, male manipulator, who is a sweetie baby, um, and who is <laughs> who is uh, just uh, evil. It's a perfect game for like. Um, getting into like arguments with uh, people online, you assume word, are, yeah. other ad- are other adults, but they turn out to be like fourteen. <laughs> yeah, just the, like you're, yeah, you're argue- you're arguing with them, and it's like God, they they really have like a screwed up idea of what like uh, of what of what yeah. of what uh, Hina should be doing here. Why are they Why are they saying she's sus and uh, gaslighting? It's like exactly. oh oh, they're they're like they're children. I this see. is a child. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, that's fine. Yeah. I was probably saying the same thing about like Davy Havoc or something. Yeah. Right? It's, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's like, yeah, Danganronpa kind of was to Tumblr as Succession is to Twitter. You know, where it's just kind of like everywhere, and everyone was like arguing about it. So like, it, it is very fun. And yet, in spite of that, uh, I think it's a delightful game, and I'm, I'm really excited that we're here for uh, for Chapter Three. Oh, me too. And you know what? Chapter Three was massive. I was very surprised. Um, I uh, I also will say, and I was saying this to you before we started recording. I liked, um, I didn't like the the trial as much. The trial mm-hmm. tripped me up in ways that I felt. And you know, this is actually something that I complained about while I was playing, <laughs> and I didn't have a podcast then, so I just complained about it to myself mm-hmm. uh, when I was playing uh, Phoenix Wright back in the yeah. day. 
there are there are times in those trials where it's like, what do you want me to do? Like, what what is the mm-hmm. what is the collection of verbs you want me to hit you with here? Like, how do you want right. me to give you this evidence? And like, I feel like this trial kind of kind of got there with that, where I was like, okay, look, I had to look up a guide because I was like, I I don't know how you want me to tell you that like. Yeah, I get it. She said guys before she knew that the second person was dead. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. How do you want me to say that to you? Yeah, right. Exactly. And I think that's a, a great parallel is Phoenix Wright, because you run into this. You run into this to this a lot with like evidence presentation games, because, uh, you know, that's the only thing is it's not. It, you know, you are finding out. You are like sort of discovering very naturally you know, what happened, but you come to the, dis- we all come to discovery, like, um, it, not in the same path, you know, right, like, right. And, and, you know, which you, you end up kind of three stooging everyone same down the same hallway of logic in these games <laughs> to kind right. of like make it work. And, and it can be like pretty clumsy at times. Um, I can't remember the exact instances of this, but there's like, uh, there is a like infamous example in like trial two of um, uh, of uh, of Danganronpa two that that is like what are you trying to make me like say here and like it's one of the ones where you've got to like click on a picture. I don't even know if they have those in Danganronpa. Oh yeah, I don't think they've yeah. done that quite yet. If they haven't, I do love how many new mechanics it keeps introducing. I just like yeah. Monica might just pop. I got a new mechanic. Oh really? Cool. Great. Yeah. Uh, um, no, it's like, it, it really is like, it's like the, uh, it's like the Simpsons joke with, uh, Smokey the bear, which probably I've used in this instance before where it's like, only you can get, can, who can, who can stop forest fires? You, mm-hmm. that you said you meaning me. The answer is me meaning you. <laughs> like, it's just, it's so, yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's like, all right, exactly. fine. <laughs> like, I think you know why I'm shooting your statement here. I don't think it's as dumb as, as you think it is. Um, yeah. They also they also hitch up the frustration in this one by making uh, Biakia and uh, Celeste just completely miserable to to uh, poor Makoto. Um, yeah, I do think Biakia taking the reins every so often and Kyoko taking the reins every so often helps this where they're just mm-hmm. like, OK, let's just like let's just move this along. But uh, but when it's like Biakia, like, I don't I, I think I think Makoto probably knows it's like, oh, God, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Yeah, there's a uh, that's that's like the big meme from uh, uh, Rampa one is like (laughs) Makoto. Tell them, (laughs) tell them, tell them Makoto. It's It's like a lot of uh, Byakuya and Kyoko being like, like, who have already come to the answer, but are just prompting you to be like, but, you know, don't you, Makoto? (laughs) (laughs) I, I do like that there were there were times in this one where it was like. I feel like because it's like the third quest at this point and it's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I see why you're frustrated that there are all these people who seem to be like just as good as mi- at mysteries as you. Like, I like that they had Kyoko kind of a wall for the first half. So you had to you were kind of at an advantage that way. And then mm-hmm. Yakio was like surprised by some stuff you said. And he was like, oh, that's that's kind of interesting. All right. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, so you felt like slightly useful. <laughs> right. Right. Um but I, I actually I thought the mystery was fine. Like, I think I figured out I figured out that uh, like the the sort of like first twist in it pretty early. Mm-hmm. But I did not guess the killer until uh, way too late. Yeah, I similarly I, I had a pretty good idea of exactly what happened, like before we even went to the trial. in mm-hmm. This one, because um, like, like the, I feel like this is a pretty com- if you're like familiar with like mystery tropes, um, We'll probably root out the the spoiler. This is probably because we're going to have to start getting into details here. I mean, I I figure I figure if you're listening to a Duncan Rampa recap podcast, you're you're aware there's some we haven't given anything away quite yet. So here's here's your here's your moment to back out if you'd like to. I'm about to. So abort if you're if you're uh, haven't played Duncan Rampa one trial three. Um, so, you, you know, when when because Hifumi dies in this one mm-hmm. um, and when his body moves, that's a pretty common mystery trope is like the body moving somewhere. And it's because the person wasn't dead. So I was like pretty I, I, I was pretty on to that one from the go. Yeah. <laughs> and especially when they're like because because um, uh, uh, um, why am I forgetting his name now? Uh, uh, our friend Taka Taka, Taka also yeah. dies. 
and strong when, boy. Yeah, and All when right, Taco's hey. body's moved, and it's like mm-hmm. obvious how it's like there's like little wheelie tracks in there, and there's a tarp and stuff. You're like, okay, I get it. Taka got moved using this, and mm-hmm. then everyone's like, but then how did Hafumi get moved? <laughs> I think I think I know. Yeah, I, say, <laughs> I think I, think I, I got I th- it. I, I think we're we're all aware. Um, <laughs> I love the other the other trope, of course, is they weren't mm-hmm. dead at one point, but then it, later on they really were dead, um, which is also played with here. Yeah. So this this trial is very prescient in uh, to the to like this particular moment in American history in a lot. It's of so ways. true. Yeah. One. Um, you, you know, uh, we're, we're seeing a battle between two different types of virgins. Um, you know, we have uh, the lanyard, the lanyard virgins of D.C., uh, personified by Taka, um, who just want friends and love rules. Um, the comic book virgins as well. Yeah, represented then, by Hafumi. Exactly. And then you have, yeah, the incel, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> traditional loser um, virgins on the other side of the coin. And then you have, what do they both want more than anything? That's right, AI. They yeah. want AI. They want it so bad. They want I, I like that Hina, Hina has the line of the of the chapter where everyone's accusing everyone of being a virgin. And she goes, oh, my God, can you catch it? <laughs> it's like yeah. I think yeah, I think none cool. of the girls in this game have to worry about catching virginity. Like I mean, not yeah. to say that they're out having sex, but it's like the only losers in this game are, are the boys. Yeah. Well, and Toko. And Toko. Yeah. Okay, Toko has to worry about. It. I think violence. Violence. Jill is not a is not a loser though. Violence. No, Jill knows what she wants. No, she she knows she knows what she's doing. Um, Toko. Toko's so funny. I, I I've got to say, they, I love. You can tell like Kaz is having like the most fun when he's writing like the the loser characters. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, he he really enjoy like. I, I I like when he makes like I love when he makes like them just attack Makoto for no reason like like just say like really shitty nasty things to him and he's like what the fuck did I do <laughs> yeah with, with Celeste that happened this time around where she, he's like why is Celeste being so so shitty to me <laughs> well so the, well and then the final the final step of course is Celeste represents the legalization of sports gambling um, oh what yeah it does that's to right. You. Yeah, Celeste is Celeste is the other version of this who will um, absolutely gamble up until um, they have uh, they have lost everything. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> the yeah, problem and, gambler. She did not have. Uh, she didn't listen to the Ringer podcast uh, network. and didn't <laughs> listen to the seven hundred uh, gambling line legal disclaimers they have to have whenever they. They plug FanDuel, so... Uh, yeah, it's sad. pretty rough. You, you don't mean, have a FanDuel sponsorship, do you? <laughs> no, go, no okay, they don't good. give me a sponsorship. I think ah, there, was one, right. <laughs> there was one time I think I was offered a gambling sponsorship, and I was like, oh, based on all the stuff about loot crates, like, I don't think I can do that. Like, I don't yeah. think that makes much sense. And then also, I think at one point there was like a, a crypto thing and a uh, a security camera thing that I said no to. Yeah, because um, yeah. I'm because I'm just like I, I have so many morals and principles. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, well, you know, I I have we you know I'm on a sports podcast and we would never do a sports gambling sponsorship. Uh, wait, we yo, have, you wanted to, you wanted to do a plug right now? Yeah, we do a daily fantasy with which is <laughs> <laughs> something different. It's not a workaround for gambling. It's something totally different. Um, yeah, that's why I'm morally it's it's in a fun zone. No, um, I think honestly, honestly, if I did a sports podcast, I probably would be like absolutely okay. Um, accepting gambling uh, things because if you have people listening to a sports po- uh, podcast, I think the chances are that they uh, are into gambling. I yeah, you can't you can't make their lives worse. I, I, <laughs> you, you know, like right, like that, that's the thing. If you're if you're a sports fan, you already have some sort of built in misery. Uh, yeah, no, and, and life, I mean, like so, yeah. at this point, we're all living it. Like you, you're living it with the Celtics and and Jason Tatum deciding he doesn't like to be good at basketball. Um, great about it. It's it's awesome. Yeah, no, I know. You, 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 you've said that. Screaming uh, mad every every day. I, I love it. <laughs> uh, I, I I do think though, like there there is a way that you could sort of say that like Celeste and this is so Celeste is is the other killer. Uh, we'll we'll just say mm-hmm. off the top because right. it it clarifies things. But I I think there's a way that you can say Celeste is like absolutely the other arm of this, where like she's just as sad as Taka and Hafumi. 
she just like she just is just confident as well and like mm-hmm. just this idea of you know I'll never lose or I'll never admit that I've lost um mm-hmm. until I it, like there's a great moment where like finally she's caught in the trial and she just goes eh, I don't like to drag things out and Biakio just goes huh that's interesting she's <laughs> 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 like completely un, 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 unsure of how to deal with that yeah she's like so so Celeste I think that Celeste is probably um, where we we kind of have to start with kind of breaking this chapter down because Mm -hmm. she, I think, is by far the least sympathetic killer so far. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She is, like, much more of a... um, standard villain. Like, she, she is much more of a Phoenix Wright style villain because mm-hmm. I you know I think that I think of that as being kind of the difference between Danganronpa and Phoenix Wright a lot of the time is that yeah. Phoenix Wright is is basically a cop procedural you know Yeah Danganronpa uh, Phoenix Wright doesn't want to make you feel like bad about finding the killer like once right. you find the killer like it's like well they did a pretty bad thing Exactly um, yeah exactly. like it's it's fine I I think mm-hmm. like the other thing about Celeste is essentially she's the first villainess and, you know, she, she really comes out into her own as, like, a bad guy in this one because, like, mm-hmm. she didn't seem too bad before, but, like, she right. is just ruthless and, like, unforgiving. And I think, like, I think, you know, like, that mixed with, like, the arrogance, it, it really is, like, what you wanted in the second chapter when it looked like Biakia might be the, the, the right. bad guy. It's like, right. oh, finally, this guy's going to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, they finally they sort of give you that in uh, in in this third chapter by by making Celeste much less interesting. Yeah, well, and and I think it's I think it's an interesting choice in something where I don't you know, you know um, because the, the the also the the motive is probably the least interesting that it's been. Yes, uh, I agree. To this day, you know, like so so it's you know. In this chapter, it's just Monokuma just plops down cold hard cash and says, <laughs> "That was, that uh, was so stu- that yeah. was like that was so frustrating." This is just silly, uh, like thing to do. I but, agreed. I agreed with everyone being like, "Why would we kill for this? Like, yeah. what what are we doing here?" Monokuma's so, like, "I bet you'll kill for it. Why not?" Yeah, and you know he was right. So <laughs> you kind of find out at the end of the chapter that like Celeste like. You you know the money to Celeste represents like kind of a dream. Um, I do love Celeste's she, dream. Yeah, that she was chasing, which is again kind of a very funny like um, in joke if you're like familiar with like um, like Yaoi or <laughs> like you know these yeah. sort of like. Um, there's a lot Novels. of Yaoi in jokes on this, I have to say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where there's just like, you know, she she basically wants to have vampire butlers waiting on her like hand and hand and foot um and live in a castle. So which is kind of the plot to every like um you know, um aimed at women um yaoi like smut. <laughs> oh yeah. Manga ma- manga manga thing, you know. So so she is um you know, not, she is not killing for a good reason. You know, she's not covering up the crime the way, um, you know, Mondo was to protect someone. Um, yeah. She and wasn't like even tricked tra- the way Leon was, you know, like she's very aware of what she's doing. And yeah, she's like, not she's not yeah. trying to protect her friends like Sayaka was like it is. It yeah. is like if you sort of look at Mondo as a as an instance of like, well, Mondo did a thing in cold blood and then realized it and tried to like. Tried to protect Chihiro you, in the best you way mean that he not could. In, you mean not in cold blood, right? Like well, I guess passion. it's not. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Right. It is pretty red blood. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's not a cold blooded killing. Yeah, it's a, it's a passion thing. And then he mm-hmm. realizes that he did wrong and tries to, like, on some level, make it up to Chihiro by by not um, revealing Chihiro's secret. And, like, I think, mm-hmm. you know, like that. That is that is cool. Like that is that is like a neat a neat way of dealing with with the problem of like mm-hmm. okay, um, we have to make this sympathetic. We have to make this person seem like they're not the worst or whatever. Um, and uh, like w- w- with Celeste, it's just like yeah, look, we don't have to really worry about that. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess it's it's so interesting that he puts so much like thought and effort into like like the Sayaka thing is like a perfect chapter one thing because it kind of makes you you know it it inverts expectations like it kind of tricks you into like 
falling for the cute girl and then you you know basically like pointing you know you you'd never suspect that it kind of levels the absolutely the the, the, the um the accusation of like oh she's the she's she was trying to kill <laughs> yeah like she and, yeah. and she wanted to yeah she wanted to kill you like she she was yeah. hoping that you would go down for this um yeah it's like it is interesting because like that that really was the moment where it's like, yeah, look, you know, we've been saying and it it's this is the the journey of every character in the game. Like yeah. Monokuma will keep saying, like, I told you anyone can die here like this. Mm-hmm. People are going to kill you. And people are just like, I don't think so. And then it, and then it happens. Yeah, and then someone dies. Yeah. Um, but like, well, yeah, it's like it, it is. It is like by by this point, it feels like they're stuck with the with the problem of everyone knows that someone's going to die. So, like, how do we how do we make this interesting? Yeah. And I think that Kaz, you know, I, I was telling you before we recorded that, you know, a common thread in the Danganronpa episode, um, chapter, you know, the most games are six chapters long. And a common theme mm-hmm. is that the third chapter tends to be the least interesting because, mm-hmm. you know, you're kind of. You kind of get whatever's going on at that point, but they, you know, he also, you know, Kaz usually saves, like, usually the back four, the back three trials are really strong in both Mm -hmm. games because he has, like, a clear idea of what he wants to do. Um, And I think something else that makes them, those later trials really strong, too, is because it's so intimate at that point. Like, you've been through so much with any survivors who are, like, standing that, like, you know kind of knowing what's going to happen or where, you know, it's going to come from is, is, you know, going to have, and, you know, this, this is kind of, you know, a chaff killing. I don't know how you felt about it. I didn't have particularly strong feelings about Hifumi or Celeste. I didn't um, like, I didn't like Hifumi. I, yeah. I like, I didn't talk to him at any point. Cause he's just such a perv. He's like completely, yeah. the only funny thing about Hifumi is how he keeps talking about how he only likes 2d, which yes. I do think is a funny way of putting that you're just like a nerd who who doesn't like to deal with people. Yeah. Um, I thought that was funny, but then he's just like such a like a pervy kind of like annoying guy. I was like, I don't want to get to know you. I don't like. And Celeste, I never did. I thought Celeste like might be interesting. I was tempted to get to know Celeste a couple mm-hmm. times, and then it was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't really. There's nothing about the Ultimate Gambler that really interests me. There's mm-hmm. nothing about like the the goth you know, the Lolita thing that interests me. So like, yeah, whatever. Uh, I was sad that Taka had to go with it too. Although I felt by the point that we introduced and we're going to have to spend some time talking about the AI, but um, I felt by the point that the AI and the conflicts around the AI were introduced. I felt Taka's death was kind of uh, a, a bit, a bit presaged. Yeah. I, so I, I, I kind of, I kind of went the other way where I thought that like, Oh, this is like Taka character development. Like he's right. going to be in this for the long haul. His character made me think that honestly, when he, when he changed to the white hair, I thought, I thought, okay, yeah, yeah this is when yeah. he went super Saiyan. Um, yes, I thought, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What kind of fusion is this? Says someone who should not be saying that. Like, I think it was like definitely not Hafubi saying that. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. No, uh, they've done somebody. Yeah. They did the, the, the reference to like, uh, I think somebody, or maybe it's in a later game. Did they say that uh, they say something about his? Um, I forget the the bleach, the the sword oh, transformation that oh you get. Somebody says somebody says that at one point. The, yeah. the games are so meta. They're if it's not like, if it's not Hafumi saying it, the whole yeah. audience should be asking why didn't Hafumi say this? Um, yeah. But yeah, like I I I I thought he was going to stick around at that point. But once they did the um, once they did the thing where it's like Hafumi wants the AI because he's in love with AI Chihiro. And, uh, you know, Taka wants the AI because he wants the comfort of AI Mondo. Um, at that point, I was like, OK, like one of these two is going to kill the other one. And so we're going to be without both of them the next chapter. And that's not exactly what happened. But I mean, effectively, mm-hmm. it is what what ended up transpiring. Yeah. And so so this is like kind of one of the first times we take like a real unreality um, spin to. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Have you been listening? Have you been reading this chat GPT stuff? It's like it's pretty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What if it, what if the the I love I love all the, the AI like panic about like, oh, what if what if we've made something too smart? It's like, 
like, I, I wouldn't it's, worry. It's, yeah, I say I, I think it's fine. Um, I, I don't think you guys need to be worried about that. By the way, um, this chapter of Danganronpa came out in 2009. Uh, the Spike Jones film Her came out in 2013. Just, you know, wow. a little That's something uh, for uh, huh. everyone. Isn't that interesting? Spike Jones confirmed Danganronpa head. Spike, uh, Spike Jones uh, confirmed Danganronpa thief. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is it. I, I it's so funny. I, I, because I, this is like one of the first like games I played, and I, I, I kept thinking like that Kaz was like such a genius, and it's like, he, he really. I mean, he is a genius, but he's a genius in that he like spins a bunch of things together. Like, and I, I was like, I really did think that people were like stealing from him at some point, and I think he would be the first one to tell you that like no, I'm just a fan of like every form of media. <laughs> yeah, it's I, like there's no. definitely there's definitely a lot of like cozy mystery tropes in here. I would say, mm-hmm. and like right, I, you, you can't really accuse Poirot of stealing from Duncan Rampa, but like you also wouldn't accuse Duncan Rampa of stealing from Poirot in that like it yeah. is absolutely a um, a loving homage. Uh, let's yeah. say. Um, yeah, like I, I thought the AI in this was pretty interesting as like the first kind of so like plot wise we get the first sort of glimmer of hope, mm-hmm. um, it, like how we're gonna get out of this whole thing, mm-hmm. um, you know whether or not that's true or not is sort of like its own thing, but um, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know we get we find that there is a laptop uh, in one of the lockers and it's uh, Chihiro's laptop. Uh, or one that she found and then or he found and then uh, 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 kind of worked it up and, and made a little AI on it. Um, and it's AI Chihiro who loves to talk to everyone. Um, and everyone says, OK, like it can read all the Hope's Peak stuff. Let's just give it all the info. It'll eat it all up and then maybe it'll find a way to get us out of this. Yeah. And uh, and, and that's kind of the plan. Um and sort of the inciting incident here is the, uh, you, you know, the AI goes missing. And that sort of drives a wedge, uh, you know, between everyone. Um, right. It, you know, is, is who stole this? Um, At, because prior to prior to the AI going missing, um, both Taka. It, so Taka is uh, is still extremely um, traumatized by the death of Mondo. Um yeah. And uh, and and basically is like you know not able to speak or or deal with anything until he sees the AI uh, uh, Makoto. Uh, I would say at this point somewhat stupidly. It's like let's 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 uh, let's go against what Kyoko says and just try and like give some tough love to poor to poor Taka. Um, not I guess not stupidly, but not with the best results. Um, mm-hmm. And he turns, he turns, uh, the Chihiro AI is like, oh, I know, you probably want to talk to Mondo. Because um, he asked, he asked the Chihiro AI if, if uh, it blames him for, for Mondo killing Chihiro, which is very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, he says no. Uh, and he says, oh, I bet you'd like to hear this from Mondo and produces a Mondo AI. And um, Taka uh, goes Super Saiyan and becomes a, a mix of Taka and uh, Mondo. Um, right. That is always that is always like being like extreme, but like can't can't stand to be vulgar. So he just keeps saying, what's that poop coming out of your mouth? Yeah, stuff? exactly. Exactly. It's, it is like very fun. So, yeah, it, like, you know, you would say that here, you, you know, it's it's played up for the, the meta jokes. But, you know, like what's happening here is that, like, you know, he's trying to become a man. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's what's happening with Taka is he's like trying to you know, become a man by kind of like emulating Mondo. And I think yeah. that what he's, you know, really trying to do here by like getting a hold of AI, getting a hold of, um, you know, Mondo is being able to kind of continue his journey, you know, kind of continue to get that support, continue to um, grow in this Definitely. way and kind of become. So now Hifumi's angle on this um, it's not way pervy. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. It's so bad. Like it's really bad. I really, uh, I really like how like Kyoko tries to to be like really discreet about it. She's like, okay, look, no one can. We, from now on, like, so they first find the AI and they're all chatting about it, and then she goes, okay, listen, no one can go see the AI by themselves anymore. And everyone's like, oh, why? That's not fair. And she's like, I just don't think it's a good idea. 
Um, and then later, Fumi goes back again, and they have to confront him. And she's like, I caught him basically, like, sniffing the keyboard and being very creepy. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, dude, yuck. Um, this it's, is when no one has any any pity for for poor Hifumi when he dies. Like just the worst. Yeah, um, it's not ideal. So you know that's sort of uh, I'm I'm jumping around a little bit. I think, I think it's think fair it's to jump around because yeah. like there's a lot going on in this, and I, I think the the plot beats are kind of more interesting than the trial. So spending a little right. more time on those aren't isn't a bad thing, right? And I, well, because I think what. You know, I'm jumping ahead to the end here because what happens is Hifumi is basically leveraged by Celeste to be the like key cog in this double murder. Um, right. You know, Celeste realizes she's going to need an alibi if she's going to get away with murder. She's she's one of our first she's our first character besides Sayaka, who's like actively planning to kill people. Um, right. And unlike yeah. Sayaka, like. I thought what was interesting was like, again, like the the uh, a sort of soft revelation that you can't trust the characters in this game when everyone's like, hey, like, how long have you been planning this? And she says, like, since I got here and everyone's like, well, you're the person who keeps saying we have to get used to it. No, like I was lying. Yes. Yes. So that's so that's the interesting thing. So that's that's the that's the one sliver crack of humanity um, that kind of gleans through on Celeste at the end when she's kind of like losing it is that Celeste is the ultimate gambler. That's like mm-hmm. her talent, you know, is that she is, you know, um, has the ultimate poker face is, you know, um, one of the best at, you know, kind of controlling information without giving up her own. Um, and that's kind of when you realize that like she was under because she's always been like one of the cooler heads. In yeah, the, right. You know, uh, in the, the 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 school. But this is when you realize that she w- maybe might have been taking it the worst of anyone. Right. Um, and there's there's a there's a moment where like basically right before she's executed, Makoto, she's like mm-hmm. Makoto's like, you don't seem scared. And she's like, oh, well, I don't just bluff uh, other people. I bluff myself. I can take I can make my body like not react to anything. And even Makoto's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, she. I mean, she she like puts on a pretty brave face for her uh, execution and sees it through. Um, and, you know, she does kind of mini redeem herself at the end by sort of slipping, you know, the gang a key. Because the, the other important thing to know here is that Monokuma does not know about the AI. Right. Because if he um, did, he would not like that being there. That would be right. a bad thing for Monokuma. And even though she is, you know, she stole the AI um, to kind of trigger this and she's about to die, um, she does not, like, throw everyone else under the bus with her. She keeps the AI secret um, and, you know, kind of hands over the key is like kind of her final redeeming act after, you know, her her plan kind of fails. Um, yeah, it's it's a really interesting moment because, like, <laughs> it's it's like. It really is the kind of um, the perfect uh, version of like, oh, yeah, you know, she's the ultimate gambler. She's not like because once she once she doesn't have any win loss conditions, mm-hmm. it's basically like, OK, let's clear the board. Like there's no there's no yes. good reason to keep like to keep this this up. There's no good reason to like fight on and try and like get more when I'm already going to lose it all. Like may as well just, you know, set you guys up. Um, yeah. Which I thought was interesting and, and really kind of like in a in a chapter where she seemed to take like an extreme heel turn also was quite true to her uh, her her character, which was neat. Yeah. And, and I think that's kind of what the, I, I kind of want to like, I think that's the, the probably the most interesting thing about this character is because she's like one of the like least charitable antagonists in the in the games like um like one of the one of the least charitable like killers yeah um oh yeah absolutely and, like you feel and, no no shame for her at all right but but i also but I, th- I think it's also interesting that kaz is still able to kind of you know like we talked about in some of these other earlier episodes I th- he is sort of able to foster that like you know she still does belong to the community you know you know like and is still at the end when she's going out is, is still like, okay, 
you guys are still my community, though. I like recognize you guys as being on my team more than Monokuma, you know? Like, right. Yeah, and, exactly. And, right. And, and I think that is something that he's always like really good at is making those, you know, kind of make giving weight to that stuff, even when there's like even in something as silly as like her goal dream being like a to live like a lady pervert's dream like in, a, in a castle with a a, a male know. harem. Yeah, exactly. With their with their. The I believe I harem. believe it's called a hair him. Um, there we go. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> um, but you know, I I think that um, I I think that's interesting. Um, you know, I. I, I don't think this chapter is overall interesting versus like some of the other ones that we've covered and, and well, some of the ones that are coming think, down the pipe. I think um, one of the biggest problems with it is like is the problem of Hafumi, who like yeah. ultimately is kind of just a weak character. Um yes. like he just he doesn't have much going for him. Um and, and that's like that's not even like the character's fault. It's just like he's played as a one note joke the whole time yes. and there's no there's there's really nothing that happens that makes him less of a one note joke. Yes, um, he's the, luckily they kind of like learn from this. Mm. Um, Kaz doesn't really have as many like dud character. Like I I find Hiro and Hifumi extremely annoying. <laughs> and wait wh- like, wait which is here? Oh yeah, Hiro is annoying. It's like yes. I I do like that like how how bad he like clearly feels about being stupid. Like I, mm-hmm. I do kind of, I do sympathize with him there and at least right. he's not like a bad person, but yeah, the, right. the joke of his, like he's a fraud and he's dumb. It's yeah, like, exactly. okay, is that, is that all we're doing here? Is that all that's, we got? So that's the thing is it's like the, those type of characters, those types of like jokes, I, I think they're, they're like sp- used less than they are in like the, the D one cast, you know? Um, yeah. It, it also sort of feels like, you know, when you're plotting a game like this um, and you like you create a set number of characters and you're like, ah, some can be just filler, just like any game. And then you're like, well, actually, no, based on the the game I've set up here. And he like he, you know, obviously he's a, he's a good writer. So he like, you know, he modifies it in some ways. But like, you know, if you have any filler, it's like, yeah, it's going to show even if right, you're the first exactly. person to die. Like you can't. Yeah, you can't just like you can't just hope that uh, that like it, it, uh, it it's going to to work out. Um, yeah, but yeah, probably the most charitable, like, thing he gives Hifumi here is that, like, uh, uh, (laughs) is like, uh, unwokely, like, basically, uh, 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 Celeste says that, uh, Taka, like, assaulted her, Mm -hmm. um, to kind of, like, give him a prompt, um, towards, uh, you, you know, like being willing to murder. Taka. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, and he does. He does get really upset about that. Yeah. Which which I think is, you know, you know, like I, I think that's probably the right move for the character, because that is I think that is like a very um, male way to process that where it's like you're going to lash out and do violence and it's like rather than <laughs> supporting someone who's a victim you're going to oh uh, next you you're going to tell me next you're going to tell me that your job involves some sort of support of victims and and kindness yeah. this is like <laughs> uh, blah, blah, blah 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 uh no no you're but, right like i think but i think it's a well especially just with like well i, I just think it's a, a male thing like i think mm-hmm. we see this with i think it's why you know, Last of Us, we zombie shows are back, baby. Ah-woo, because that is the male, you know, it's the Ohio guy male thing. You know, like if anyone did anything to my fucking family, I would go like, you know, you're, yeah, I'd go ape you're shit. really I, I, just yeah, looking for anyone. an excuse. Right. Exactly. You're just the rock hard, like fascinating. <laughs> like, but like, like I, yeah, I remember thinking that in college, like if anyone yeah. messed with my friends, like, like my female friends who are like smaller, I would like, I would hurt them. And it's like, right. You just want to <laughs> hurt someone at that point. Like, exactly. You're just, just testosterone. Yeah. I do think, I do think it's a little funny and like, mm-hmm. it, I, you know, there's no, there's nothing to say that the game doesn't think this too. Like, there's nothing to say that the game is like not drawing this, like as a, as a funny little, like, huh, mm-hmm. that's funny that he said that, but did this, but it is like it is kind of ridiculous that he's like uh, he's like, yeah, like 
I can't believe he'd do that. I'll, I'll kill him. And then also he's like, oh, peeking in the girl's locker room. That's what every red-blooded <laughs> yeah, male right, wants right, to do. Right. Like, right. uh. Right. Right. I, I, I'm not sure that's on purpose. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I don't yeah. think that is. It just seems like he doesn't know how to write that character. And I'm like, uh, fine. Yeah. You know, like, the, not every character has to be brilliant. Um, yeah. I, but, I just, th- I think that there is, I, I think there is a real, uh, I think just by virtue of this being, you know, for better or for worse, an anime game that mm-hmm. is like something that. Yeah, he's anime, like an otaku. That's yeah, just like, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just like a trope in anime things um, that's like just not cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and like to, to you know, I, I think kind of the reality standards of like what what this is is a joke in a cartoon versus like what this would be in real life is like very different you know what i'm saying like no totally totally i think that they can't i think that you know i think that the problem kaz has is that he is he does such a good job at writing characters realistic but then they also existed in this anime meta world of cartoons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That sometimes like, shit like that will happen where <laughs> you end up with, <laughs> with two things a little too close to each other. And it's like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> aren't you best... a pervert? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Not a second. Um, if, if you heard this in another context, you would be getting all hot and bothered. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like yeah. it, the best, it, his best versions of this are like Mondo and Sayaka who are like, you know, doing bad things, but also are like putting on a front, but are all and like when he's able to, when Kaz is able to sort of like make a comment about like, Hey, look, like this is what this is, is like, they're putting on a face and then mm-hmm. what's underneath the face is actually very human and like playing with like the anime tropes with that. I think right. that makes a ton of sense. Like that, yeah. that's like super interesting. But when it's like Hafumi who doesn't have anything going on under the surface, it's like, well, okay, like <laughs> fine. Um, yeah, and I, 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 I will say, I think the two dead bodies and like you know the locked room and all that. I do like that. Like as like mm-hmm. a, as a as a cozy mystery sicko, I do I do think it's fun. But mm-hmm. I will also say like. You know, the execution of the mystery was fun initially before I kind of figured it out. And then it drags. And then the trial is very guess what's in my pocket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like, all right, fine. I like, Fine. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. I'll look up. I'll look up a guide for God's sake. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and you know, again, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, like the Phoenix Wright thing of just like, you know what happened, but it's just like, how do I get the game to understand that i know what happened you know like what what is the cue that you want from me here <laughs> yeah and like, i feel like i feel like the one like issue with Rampa is like it feels like a game that is getting more and more excited about itself as it goes along which isn't a bad thing but mm-hmm. what happens is like every you keep getting like new versions of like how the game wants to sort of think about its trials so like rapid fire mm-hmm. like this time around it was like yeah, like you can take a picture of one of the statements and then that's a, a new green bullet and you can actually listen through the statement and then use that green bullet throughout. And it's like that just that's just introduced. It's not there's no real sense of like, you know, it doesn't give you a tutorial or anything. It's like maybe try this and it takes a while to figure it out. It's really smart, but it's also like when it's just introduced like that, it's like, I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, yeah, it, it, and it is. God damn. And uh, well, luckily he doesn't do that in the next two games. Surely that would be crazy. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> Surely. Surely. He would not. <laughs> to the Anakin meme. Um, <laughs> he doesn't introduce a lot of new, new formulas in the next games. In some ways it keeps it fresh. Yeah. But in other ways it's like. I feel like I'm playing an MMO where all of a sudden I have like six new abilities. I'm like I'm not going to use any of these. Like what, what are these well, for? And and you like mostly don't, right. <laughs> you know, like you use them like three times. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I like, use the silencer when I'm like, there's so many stupid purple things flying around. I'm just going to use it real quick. Right. Exactly. That's like the only one, you know, you're you're still mostly like looking for some of that stuff. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, I think that this one, again, like probably the least, you know, you know I, I think it is. It is kind of interesting that Kyoko just kind of like disappears. 
Um, yeah, I like Kyoko a lot. It was it was actually kind of disappointing to lose her for a while. Um, I did like I did like the end where she uh, she trusts Makoto a little bit. I thought that was mm-hmm. nice because it drew a, a, a neat little comparison or a contrast between her and uh, uh, Byakuen, um, uh-huh. Byakuen, where like because like he's just like it, it sort of felt like they were both doing the same thing. And it's just like, all right, we're going to use you to to be our guy who figures out the mystery along with us and then we'll throw you away. But like. Mm-hmm. Kyoko's like, no, you know what? We're friends. Like, or like, oh, you you think you're everyone's friend? Prove it. And then if you can tell her that like Hina likes to swim, um, very difficult stuff. <laughs> She's like, yeah. I guess you are a friend. I guess you are like Amara, friend to all. Um, and she she trusts you with with her secret. And like, I you know, I I liked that. It's it's a very simple story beat. It's not like anything terribly complex, but I think it's I think it's smart. I think it's a good way of differentiating her character and, and making you trust her a little more. Yeah, no. And, but, you know, also it's like, uh, what are you up to? You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, cause that's the, what I remember thinking all throughout this stuff is like, man, you know, I really don't want it to be Kyoko and I don't think it is, but the fact that she has a, a lot of shit going on, <laughs> like she doesn't, she doesn't know what her ultimate ability is. She just kind of like wanders off sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I, I, I felt the same way. And like, uh-huh. it was, it was reassuring when she was like, okay, listen, I wandered off cause I needed to check something. And also like, what are you doing to my body? She asks Monokuma and it's like, Oh, something, something's happening here. That is not good um, mm-hmm. for her. And then also she's like, yeah, like here's, here's a thing I found. Like this is, I'm letting you in on like the meta secret of this place and not in the way that um, uh, Byakuen did where or I, I, I was saying his name so well and now I forget it. Byakuya. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, said said um, did in the in the second one where he's like, yeah, check this out. Uh, this is just like at my house. Um, you can see <laughs> yeah. it like yeah. just like super shitty. Um, yeah. In this, this case, she's, yeah, she's like, yeah, like we're we're friends. I will. I'll let you I'll let you help me. Um, and that's cool. I like that. Yeah, no, it's, it's really, it's really good. I mean, and this one, this one probably doesn't have as much, um, isn't as much of a gut punch. Just, I mean, it is in that like three people died, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like, I think this, what this, this is like the first trial that, that like doesn't totally destroy someone. Like I think Makoto gets pretty truck sticked in the first one and Taka really, Really catches it in uh, trial two. So, he does get like, truck sticked in the first he, one. Yeah, he, he he has a tough he has a tough some tough sledding going on. Um, but but you know I I think that I think this is a you know I, I think the most interesting things just in general about this chapter are like kind of the character of Celeste and like you know. I think it's interesting that Kaz lets there be uh, a chapter where there is like just a, you know, a Phoenix Wright villain just shows up for like one chapter. (laughs) No, I agree. And like, it's, it's, it's great because like, especially if you're like familiar with mysteries or whatever, like this is something that you always want. You always want there to be like, you know, they'll they'll introduce a character and you're like, yeah, I hope it's them. And it's never them. Like (laughs) it's, it's 1 million percent never going to be that person because like, that's too easy. And like the, the mystery wants you to think it's like a red herring. Um, But like in in this case, like, you know, you're looking at, you're like, okay, yeah, is absolutely the red herring. Like I, he might be a total jerk, but like, he's not the killer in most of these cases. Like you're not going like in the second thing, if you think he's the killer, then you have not, uh, then you have been fooled like pretty, pretty clearly. And then like, To give us a, a nice sort of like evil villain in a certain sense to be like, yeah, she's she has some like pretty dark stuff going on and she's not very um, just never like shy away from it. And she also isn't interested in like pleading for mercy. It's like, OK, cool. This is this is this is a villain I can get behind as like just like a bad a bad person. Yeah. What did you uh, so so what, what do you make of, of the ending? of? Oh, I figured you'd just tell me what was going on. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, well, I don't want to. I don't want to no, accidentally no, step on anything. So I'm. No, uh, no, no, no. Don't, yeah, I, I think I, I'm just joking. I did not think you were going to tell me what was going on. Okay. Um, I think um, 
So here's what I, I, I take of the ending that like mm -hmm. um, Kyoko introduces this like secret place to, to uh, Makoto. Um, and in doing that kind of like kind of reveals a, um, uh, I guess like a, 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 I don't know, like part of what the game seems to be implicating implying is that there is like, it's not just what we're dealing with here, but in fact, like a larger sort of social apocalypse has happened. Mm -hmm. Um, it also sort of seems like, um, maybe, uh, our friends are dead and like, we're sort of like in some sort of cycle of samsara or repetition. Um, I don't know. That might just be the Honkai impact talking. Um, but, uh, I do think there's something going on with like, there's the, there's the class register that is very much kind of, um, operating as a, as a, a scary little thing that, uh, Makoto notices, before he's hit by a, a giant masked wrestler um, who uh, I, I think probably is our, our secret um, helper for um, for uh, Monokuma. I think we, we found the helper. It's the person in the wrestler's mask. Um, I also I, I don't know what's going on with Sakura. I think we're, we're there's there's a there's something going on there. I, mm -hmm. I can't I can't imagine that Sakura is is evil but it certainly could happen it certainly could be true our, our most our most honorable special little girl getting uh be, being betray, betraying us would, I, would would it happen would it happen folks <laughs> i might do it should i do yeah. it should, should I, I do it should, should i betray I it? should i betray <laughs> by the uh, way uh it seems like it seems like uh donnie trump uh, i'd like to see him wriggle his way out of getting arrested on tuesday yeah, he doesn't seem to be arrested at this he point. He doesn't seem to be arrested yet. Uh, how do you how do you get out of this one? Um, oh, Donnie. Um, but yeah, I I think that you're you're kind of at the precipice now, where I I think you're gonna clean through these next three chapters. Well, they're quickly, super interesting. I wanted yeah. to see more. I I really did want to see more of this, and I was mm -hmm. like, no, you know, like I got I have other stuff to do, and like. Mm -hmm. I, I can't like it is it is good to do this in like sort of uh, an arc and like coming into next episode, not knowing what this is or more so doing this episode without knowing what, what happens in the next. I do think like it seems like Sakura is sort of being put in the same position that um, Kyoko was where like she I don't think is the betrayer, but I think she's doing something that doesn't sit right with her. I loved the uh, sparring she was doing with Monokuma. It ruled. Yes, that was that was sweet. anime <laughs> giving her a Rock Lee uh, Gara showdown with, uh, with Monokuma. Yeah, that was sweet. Um, I did think it was kind of weird that they did an upskirt shot, but you know what? Go go yeah. with God. Um, yeah, I was gonna say they they can't sometimes. Uh, if you're if you're making an anime game, I, I get that like you literally cannot help yourself sometimes. So <laughs> that's that's why Nintendo keeps censoring you. You gotta you gotta yeah. like when you are dropping <laughs> the bag. Yeah, the you, you can't have the vagina bones sticking out. <laughs> America hates that. Uh, it's so funny. But by the way, I I didn't realize that posts is about fucking Tokyo Mirage sessions, which I've now played, and it's so funny to get mad about the characters not being hot in Tokyo Mirage sessions because it's basically like persona and fire emblem and also like a concert sim <laughs> like, it's like, so funny it's such a funny game to get like really mad. by the way we're we're in case anyone has never seen it there's an old thing about um nintendo of america uh censoring a character's quote-unquote vagina bones <laughs> that's it's just it's just what women look like sam Nintendo <laughs> does not respect um, women. Yeah, Nintendo hates women. Um, JK uh, Rowling voice Nintendo hates women. Uh, <laughs> I love I love how bad video games break people's brains. Oh, they really do. Awesome. I mean, I I bet like I I can only imagine like the reaction to the way Hafumi is depicted in this game made some people extraordinarily angry. Um mm. And I, I don't I don't intend to look them up and find them, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure they got mad. 
Um, I do um, think. Uh, yeah, we, I definitely wouldn't Google um, guesses about what Kaz thinks about his fans because uh, there's there's definitely some opinions out there that <laughs> spoil certain games. I can't. I, yeah, I can't <laughs> yeah. look up anything about these games or else no, they'll you be can't. You literally I, can't. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't worry. I've looked up zero things. Uh, in in yeah. fact, like even even the like guides that I use to. Make sure I'm giving the right presence. Have the places you can meet the characters spoil or like spoilered, so like you can, you have to like expo expand it to find it because it's like yeah, if you read this and all of a sudden they can't be found in chapter four, I wonder what you're gonna think. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So yeah, I, I do my best not to not to spoiler myself, but yeah, I think I honestly think this is a pretty interesting chapter in certain ways. I just think the the execution of the trial and like. Just drawing it out was was sort of a bummer. I think the the hints at the end, the library and the wrestler and uh, Sakura and all that, pretty interesting. And like the the little bit of chapter four I saw, just because I was trying to get to an ending point, also looks pretty cool. I like I like where we're where we're starting out with this. I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing what opened up in the school. Yeah, no, it's uh, I like like is the case in all Danganronpas. I think the third chapter is is kind of like where the mojo. I think it's probably the one he usually ends up writing last, to be honest. Mm, that's an interesting like, thought. Yeah, like I, I think that it, you know, I think he's got ideas for how to start the game. And I think he's got a, he's definitely got a very clear picture in all of his games on how to end them. Um, <laughs> I think that it's he's just at that point, he's just trying to kind of connect the two pieces and trial three just kind of ends up being. No, that totally makes sense. Like, I think yeah. I think we're, we're, you know, especially in terms of him just like throwing in plot at this point like mm -hmm. yeah there's a shadowy underworld we get that in like the first couple chapters and oh yeah you know like monokuma's talking to someone and saying like you're my accomplice and then in this one it's like oh there's a lot more though <laughs> like that we're, we're just gonna keep yeah. giving it to you it's, it's pretty clear um yeah, it, yeah it's no it, it was good though I'm, I'm looking forward to the rest mm -hmm. it's 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 definitely good maybe maybe next week we can sorry go ahead yeah maybe next week we can do the fabled two chapters um and then which would be nice because there's what six chapters in this seven? Yes, no, so there's there's six, and that 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 could work pretty well too because that'll be too you because you're definitely gonna want a full episode for six. There is there's like that's what I thought. Do, yeah. yeah, honestly, every Danganronpa ending you could do like half of a Danganronpa. Like like they're they're the, the endings are so dense and there's so much to unpack. And, and mm -hmm. like chapter sixes are always like just uh, you you could write like media like some sort of media thesis on, on the end of all of them. They're, they're really good. Not I was to, talking not to with, uh, horn, but yeah, no, I was talking about, I was talking to, uh, to Andrew who I, who I host the, 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 uh, no wall scroll with about this, where like, mm -hmm. it's so frustrating being into like certain games. Like I, I mentioned Honkai impact before, which is just like a gotcha game. And also, like, legitimately brilliant. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, right, yeah. Explaining that to people, being like, okay, listen, like, it's a gay where you collect women who are dressed <laughs> in like fun ways and they have swords. Um, but hang on, it has some really important things to say about life. Is like is is the worst feeling in the world, but it's also very relatable to me at this point. So at least I, yeah. at least I have that. Yeah, no, I mean it's it it's uh, like I, I'm a guy who like really loves the Monogatari series. And like, oh yeah, that that's a tough one. Like <laughs> just the the perverts pervert, but like also one of the most like brilliant meta commentaries ever written. And it's like fuck. Well, that's I mean like, Katanagatari is like is that, yeah. but like they kind of they kind of let up the the horniness just a little bit. But even if you just show it to people, they're like. Oh, that one with like the girl who has a ton of hair and like kind of looks like a child with the huge breasts. It's like no, it's that's that's very rude to say that about her. I mean, you, I mean, technically you're correct, but hold on, she's an yes. adult and is very upset when people call it. <laughs> she's yeah, a thousand year old dragon. Um, I, that that like literally happened to me with Monogatari, where someone said, "Is that the one with the toothbrush scene?" And I was like, "Yes." However. <laughs> However, <laughs> it, it adds to the plot is well, the thing. It, it actually doesn't, which is even worse because it's just like a bit that they do in the middle of it, like a weird sister brother. Th oh, God, it's so bad. Well, it's but, like, I, I mean, I'm, I just covered Violence Jack on the podcast and it's like Violence Jack is the ultimate like this rules, except for the middle scene, which you're going to want to skip if you're ever triggered by anything that. Yeah, yeah. 
but exactly. yeah, at least this doesn't have that. We don't have any trigger warnings on on uh, on. Actually, that's interesting. There's, there's nothing very triggering about Danganronpa. I guess the last episode a little bit, but not. Yeah, the last episode a little bit, and there was. I mean, I guess in this one there was, um, you know, uh, the implication uh, of the of, implication of uh, assault w- was going on. Um, you know, yeah, it but, felt less triggering. To, and I mean, it, it very well could be triggering to some people. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry if it was. I, I didn't right. consider that. But like it also just like felt so patently false that it was like, well, on a certain level, she's yeah. lying. Like she's openly lying. Yeah. But when, I mean, yeah, when, you, I, I when you find out when you find out about it, you know that she is the killer and has been creating an alibi. Like, right. It, yeah. There's it, never a part where where it's it you're. She herself is admitting, I am I am lying about that. I was lying about that to construct a murder. Like, right, right. So, and it's not so, even like I was yeah. lying. And, like, what's funny about it is it also, and I mean, funny, but also not the best thing to use to set up your next joke. But it also sets up the joke of, like, how'd you convince Afumi to do it? And she goes, oh, I convinced him with that. And then you're yeah, like, exactly. ugh. And you're like, oh, wait, that means the AI. She's saying because she doesn't want Monokuma to know. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that is such a, yeah, that. And yeah, I mean, like, look, Kaz, Kaz loves his little jokes, but I'm uh, I'm really excited for you to see uh, four and five. Um, Me too. And then like, uh, I think you're I think you're going to like what you see. Yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, well, Sam, I'll let you get to bed. You have uh, many you. important um, visual novels, I assume, to play tomorrow. Um, I've, that's am, your job, I right? In, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am. My actual job is still trying to because I've platinumed every Yakuza game to date. Um, trying to platinum Yakuza Ishin, and I'm very close. Um, nice. And it is hell. I am in hell, brother. <laughs> <laughs> is it that hard? The it's not hard. It's like it's just they put like grindy 100 oh, sure. completion. There's like a you basically have to smith every sword, and then they added like seals that you have to put on every sword that oh, only drop in why are you doing this to yourself with rng yeah it's really bad if i hadn't platinumed every other one to date i i definitely would have quit okay i completely understand where you're at though because i did that with with a mountain final fantasy where you had to get a bunch of cards and i was like you know what like this is obnoxious but i did about three quarters of it so i have no choice yeah, exactly yeah it's like the sunk cost fallacy where I'm just like, <laughs> no one will respect me if i don't platinum them all yeah uh, exactly <laughs> i like look did i beat this game in 70 hours yes is my play time now 115 yes also yes, <laughs> also, yes. There's 45 hours of grinding that, that just sucked and was not fun but the rest of the game was very fun well, I'm very uh, excited for you to then platinum uh, Subahibe. Um, uh, let's go. I absolutely <laughs> will. Let's go. All right, cool. Well, Sam, thank you so much for being on. People can follow Sam at NBA Baby Secret um, and listen to Sam on uh, it's the the KOC podcast, right? That's the one you're on yeah, now? Yeah, that's, uh, yep. Uh, we're on the mismatch. You can find me every, with Chris Vernon, every, uh, with, oh, sorry. I'm actually on the You Know Ball podcast. Oh, right. Uh, also with Chris yes. Vernon, though, so that's good. Also with Chris Vernon. Um, his alias Trill Bro Dude. Kind of like, uh, they have a Batman Bruce Wayne thing going on, so... Yeah, it's funny how it's funny how Trill just puts on glasses and then is uh, is Trill, yeah, but then we never seems to take him off. It's funny. Yeah, um, it's very interesting. Yeah, what an interesting guy. He was born and raised in Kansas, but I don't know. I always met I met his parents once. So they were just Ma and Pa. Uh, yeah. kind, of, kind of funny. Very, very interesting. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, go listen to the podcast. Even if you're not a Sixers or Celtics fan, it is worth your time. It's very fun. Um, good, good basketball stuff. If you like some of my British friends, friends were following, um, were, were saying that all they see in their, uh, trending feeds is nonsensical things like Mavericks versus Grizzlies. And they don't know what it is. Uh, here's your way to find out. Yes. I would, I, by the way, I hate the Grizzlies. So we could start from there. Wow. Uh, wow. If you're uh, someone from across the pond. Wow. So you hate redemption. This just did. I I have been I I was saying before the year that uh, the Kings were going to defeat the Grizzlies. Now I said that was going to happen in the play-in. It does not look like that's going to happen. Um, but uh, it's gonna it's gonna happen, folks. The the prophecy has been foretold. This is light the beam, Sam Sam Shin. He is yeah. here to tell you the truth. Um, all right. Well, I will talk to you next week. We'll do more. I'm looking forward to the I'm looking forward to the ride. All right. Sounds all right, good, brother. So, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Hey, thanks for listening to No Cartridge. 
If you'd like to support us further, please consider going to patreon.com slash nocartridge or for a one-time donation, paypal.me slash hegelbon, H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. It's really, really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh, the many people who make the show, uh, you know, myself included, but also our producers and various co-hosts um, and, and writers and artists. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to.